It's Tuesday, September 13th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. inflation report for August will offer details of the price changes consumers faced at the end of the summer. Inflation has recently shown signs of easing in some industries. The Labor Department reported that its consumer price index rose 8.5% in July from a year ago, down from an annual increase of 9.1% in June, the highest rate in four decades. The CPI measures what consumers pay for goods and services. Gasoline prices declined sharply in August. The national average price of regular gasoline was $3.72 a gallon on Monday down 26% from a month earlier, according to Opus, an energy data and analytics provider owned by the Dow Jones Company. Airfares also fell last month as summer travel waned and students headed back to school, while prices for used cars and hotels ebbed and rent increases gave hints of slowing, according to private firms that track such data. Still, food prices continued to climb this past month, and prices for a range of goods and services remained much higher than a year earlier. The department is set to release its August data on Tuesday morning. Meanwhile, U.S. stocks rose Monday. The S&P 500 gained 43.05 points after it closed higher for the week on Friday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added 229 points, and the technology-heavy Nasdaq Composite climbed 154 points. All three indices logged their fourth consecutive trading day of advances. Indexes have charted a steady rise in recent sessions as concerns about large interest rate hikes have been alleviated. Tumbling commodity prices have lifted hopes that the worst of inflation has passed. Meanwhile, the labor market has remained a key source of economic strength. Gauges of business activity have been stronger than expected, but in futures, both the British pound and the European euro have gained against the dollar. Around the world, William Ruto has been sworn in as Kenya's president. He narrowly won the August 9th election in East Africa's most stable democracy over longtime opposition figure Raelia Odinga. The Supreme Court last week rejected challenges to the official results. Mr. Ruto had been the deputy to outgoing President Uhuru Kenyatta, but had a bitter split with Kenyatta that left the two not speaking for months at a time. On Tuesday, the audience cheered as the two shook hands. Scores of people were crushed and injured as Kenyans on Tuesday forced their way into a stadium where Mr. Ruto is being inaugurated as president. A medic said a fence at the Nairobi Stadium fell down after people pushed it, and about 60 people were injured, though the number may rise. There were no reports of deaths. Mr. Ruto is taking power in a country heavily burdened by debt that will challenge his efforts to fulfill sweeping campaign promises made to Kenya's poor. Back in the U.S., President Biden on Monday urged Americans to come together for a new national purpose, which is his administration's effort to end cancer, quote, as we know it, end quote. At the John F. Kennedy Presidential Library and Museum, Biden channeled JFK's famed moonshot speech 60 years ago, likening the space race to his own effort and hoping it, too, would galvanize Americans. Biden hopes to move the U.S. closer to the goal he set in February of cutting U.S. cancer fatalities by 50% over the next 25 years and dramatically improving the lives of caregivers and those suffering from cancer. Experts say the objective is attainable with adequate investments.
The president called his goal of developing treatments and therapeutics for cancers bold, ambitious, and completely doable, he said. And Russell Wilson may have been the headliner of Monday night's matchup between the Broncos and the Seahawks, but his successor in Seattle, Geno Smith, left the primetime finale of Week 1 victorious. A nearly flawless performance in the first half from Smith, coupled with a physical showing from Pete Carroll's defense in front of a raucous Seattle crowd, kept the Seahawks in front of their old friend all night. While Wilson had a chance to play spoiler and steal the game at the end, a curious decision by new Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett left Denver unable to complete the comeback, securing a 17-16 win for the hometown Seahawks. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.